Ben H, real estate broker, mogul. I'm Kay Lee, audio producer, voice artist. You are listening to the Man Fused podcast. A couple things we got to get out of the way real quick. If you have any thoughts, stories, or drama going on in your life, please hit us up at manfused.com. That is man, F-U-Z-E-D. Please subscribe. Give us five stars. Like us. I love getting all the comments. Love getting all the back and forth. It's amazing. I'm a big fan of back and forth as much as I am in out, in out. In out. You're more of an in out type of person. (laughs) I really like the in out more than the back and forth. I'm more of an exit only guy. Are you? That's it. (laughs) Just like the sign. Today on the Man Fuse podcast, we're going to talk about an introduction gone wrong between Ben H. and a very important person who has the power to affect the Man Fuse podcast. We'll also talk about how the devil is in the details and how I ignore a lot of details, which could have led to the potential death of my wife. We also bounce around the idea if either of us could ever get over infidelity in our marriage. Plus, we'll talk about the big launch of Artemis One and why it didn't happen. But first, let's talk about what happened last weekend. I am part of a morning show that is syndicated in 26 markets. It is called The Burt Show. Burt is the main host of his radio show. He also is the president of a company called Pioneer. Pioneer is a podcasting company that he started, whom we are trying to get picked up by. The event was for something that he launched off of his radio show called Burt's Big Adventure. Now, what they do is, is they take chronically and terminally ill children, VIP, all expenses paid to Disney World. Some of them are very compromised in terms of their health. Sometimes doctors have to be flown to Disney World with them just in case. We're talking private jet everything. So this event was for Bert's Big Adventure. Right. And it was a family event. It was at a brewery. We're having a great time raising money for Burt's Big Adventure. They were auctioning off some cool prizes. They had all these Star Wars characters walking around. They had a Star Wars like plane. Yeah, I saw um, all the Star Wars people. They had, yeah, that was nuts, dude. It was cool. It was cool. So cool. So your kids were there. My kids were there. My son was there. Beautiful thing. We're having a great time. We were paying your son to watch my son. Yeah. Food trucks, food was good, we're drinking, we're having fun. They were auctioning off a couple of things that would appeal to kids. One of the prizes that they were auctioning Cinderella's carriage. It it was Cinderella's motorized carriage. Like a plastic version, battery powered, but pretty impressive to be completely honest. You wouldn't buy that thing at Walmart. I mean, it was... I think you probably could. Really? Mm -hmm. Well then toys are getting much better. Oh, yeah. no, no Because it was, was pretty impressive. It was. Yeah. And so before they had declared who the winner was and pulled that ticket and, and read that number, it became a magnet for all the kids. All the kids, the kids were just, were I'd look over and they would be sitting in it. Climbing on top of it. I even saw Jack trying to climb on top of it. No big deal. No one had said anything. So it comes time where I introduce Ben H. to Bert. Who I know of because he's a big guy here in Atlanta. Right. And And you've been working with him for a while. And he knows of you just because of the Man Fused podcast. Absolutely. The introduction happens. We're all sitting there. We're talking smack. We're making jokes, you know, out of this and out of that. And I look over and I see Jack, Ben H.'s son, in the carriage. 
That's right. Not a big deal. I've seen other kids in the carriage. And then the unthinkable happens. The dam broke loose. Jack ran over Bert. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's rewind it a little bit. Somehow, Jack put it in gear and hit the gas. Full throttle. Full throttle, stomp the gas. Honestly, I don't know if he meant to do it, if he thought it was going to move. I don't think so. I don't think he did. He was very upset and like scared and freaked out by the situation. Nonetheless, there were five, six people standing in front of this thing. And Bert is the one... That took the brunt <laughs> of the motorized princess scooter. To the extent that Bert had this gash oh. on his leg, on his shin, from said scooter. Poor Bert, Jack. I guess a couple days went by and Bert still didn't remember. Like, he just did. It didn't click. Where the hell did this gash on my leg come from? Yeah. Until I had to make an apology on air. Jack running him over with yes. the princess motorized carriage. Jack, of course, was very sorry to do it. He was upset. It. He was crying. He was, he was upset. He was crying. And uh, obviously, we apologized to Bert. One thing I said is... Get the hell out of the way. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is something that we'll have to talk about because... It was an interesting situation. I don't think he'll ever forget you, Ben. I don't think he'll ever forget us or Jack. And it's funny because I just introduced him to Jack. Right. And Jack was being kind of shy. And Bert goes, oh, no, I can see it in his eyes. He's a wild man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, well, you're right about that. Yeah. Because Jack, if you know Jack, he takes his little magnet tiles and builds skyscrapers. He rides a four-wheeler. He's four years old. He's a wild man. He is a wild man. And we love it. And yet, at times, things things like that could happen. Could happen. Did happen. It made for a memorable moment. Now, I don't know if that's going to end up hurting Man Fused in the future. It might stunt our growth. (laughs) Bert did get mowed down. I mean, he got mowed down by Cinderella's carriage (laughs) at Bert's big adventure. That's like a metaphor for something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, By the son of the host of a podcast that you're looking to sign to Pioneer. Yeah. We're honored to be considered for that. Yeah, obviously. we'll see what happens. Maybe that endeared Bert to to us even more. The I think it did. Uh, yeah. I think it was a bonding experience. Do you think we should try running him over all the no, time? No, 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 absolutely not. I think the, the fact that it was obviously not intentional and that it came at such a moment where we're enjoying each other's conversation. It's kind of like when you go to war with somebody. <laughs> you build a certain bond. Right. This was not combat by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but it was an intense moment. Yeah. Did you see the We woman? were under attack by Cinderella's carriage, <laughs> unknowingly being full blast driven and, and, by and my son. A sober driver by the way it wasn't even an adult like someone who'd been drinking at the brewery sober indeed he might have been amped up on lemonade but i mean that was about it yeah he was eating some garlic bread that your wife had brought over he loves italian food oh my god he dude i I was having to pull the plate because he was eating over it it's not which is not even like him i mean typically we have to get him to eat right you know what i mean we have to get calories in him not not this time oh my goodness he had been running around having a good time Let's move on to my next beef with you, Ben H. Oh, okay. So, if you've listened to the Man Fuse podcast for any little bit of time, uh, Ben H. pulled a prank on me about going on a private jet. It was not cool. 
Well, last week's episode consisted of us having a hip-hop artist um, by yes. the name of Jaron Benton in studio. It was yes. a great podcast episode, and if you haven't listened, please go back. Now, we recorded this at a different studio. It was the studio that I work for with The Burt Show. Beautiful studio. Yeah, I mean, top-of-the-line, state-of-the-art. The company who owns the studio which we are headquartered out of, is a publicly traded company, and they have not eased up on their COVID rules yet. So, in order for me to bring in guests, I have to kind of jump through some hoops. It used to be you couldn't get in unless you were vaccinated, but I was able to say, hey, listen, some of the guests will be vaccinated who have their cards, and there is a guest who is not, but he will produce a negative COVID test. Which I gladly did. Right. Begrudgingly. Because I was not symptomatic. I tell Ben H., all right, Ben, because Ben is not vaccinated, and I don't blame him for that. I actually, you inspire me. Thank you. Ben says, fine, no biggie. I'll go get a COVID test. So Ben goes and gets a COVID test, forwards me the picture of it. A negative test. Let me rephrase it. I should not trust Ben (laughs) on his word because he forwarded me the email. Now I've got to forward that email to my program director who is going to authorize the clearance of y'all's entry. I don't look at it. I don't open it up. Ben knows what I'm jumping through to get this done. That's right. Ben sends me... Honestly, I didn't think you would look at it. So what did you think I was going to do with it? I thought you were just going to send it along and say, here it is. I did send it along. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I was actually hoping was going to happen. And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) The problem was my program director gets Ben H's negative test and goes... One line. Is this a freaking joke? And I open it up and Ben H sent a negative pregnancy test. First off, oh, Ben H man. is a man. He's a man. He is not getting pregnant. He's a man that's Why on man Why are you fused. sending me a pregnancy test as, were you hoping that was going to be able to slip on through? Here's what I thought, and I meant no disrespect to you, although I realized that the way that it did turn out, you had to uh, assume some pain and maybe <laughs> a little embarrassment. Yeah, I was very embarrassed. For that, please forgive me. That was not... Well, maybe it was part of my intention. I didn't know how it was going to go. That, to me, was the worst of the consequences. And so, yes, I did assume that may happen. So I apologize. And yet, at the same time, sweet, sweet victory of actually getting approved with a negative pregnancy test. That was my real goal. If you don't risk, you're not going to win. Don't sum it up like you didn't end up taking a real... COVID test. Yes. At the end of the day, I did what was right for us, all of us. Instead of thinking about your own. Instead of only thinking about my own prejudice. And entertainment of sending that along. My program director goes. My own humor. Emails me. He's like, is this an effing joke? And I go, what are you talking (laughs) about? And I open it up and I'm like, oh, uh, wrong test. It would have been funny, though. Oh, it was funny. Yeah. I mean, it would have been really funny. Luckily, my program director does have a sense of humor. Yeah. And he said, quit effing around. Yeah. Quit wasting my time. That's right. Send me the real damn test. Yeah. Which I had to then call Ben and be like, you're making me look like a fool. Yes. But it was a good joke. It was a good joke. I felt that in success, we would have ultimately 
had something funny to talk about. And we did. And I mean, even in failure, <laughs> it was still success in a way. <laughs> Sticking with the theme that the devil is in the details. I believe the devil's supposed to be a male. Is that correct? It doesn't matter. Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer. Yeah. Damien. Oh. oh. The details. <laughs> the details. <laughs> <laughs> devil's in the details. Indeed. Exactly what I just relayed to you. I didn't open up the image right. of the test you took, which were the details that I would have been like, oh, no, before I you sent it. You think you would have noticed it? Well, yeah, it said pregnancy test on it, Ben. Kinda. I mean, it kinda did. It said pregnancy <laughs> test on it, Ben. It was small, though, you know. It I was mean... not small, Ben. <laughs> it said giant effing letters, yeah. pregnancy test. Yeah. One line. One line. He not ain't pregnant. pregnant. Thank God. No need for an abortion here. I'm sitting there the other day and I'm editing video. Yes. Of the last episode. And my wife mm. starts coughing horribly. Mm. Now my face is buried in the computer. What was she eating? I don't know. Oh, I didn't ask. She's coughing and she's hacking. I look up for yeah. a second and I'm like, babe. Are you okay? And I look back down at my computer. Right. She's not saying anything. So you, you think everything's going fine? Well, yeah. Until 20 seconds later, she hacks up a grape. Oh, my God. And she's like, you effing dick. So she was eating grapes. She was choking. On a grape. On a grape. Dude, that's scary. And grapes I'm like, kill people. Right. And I'm like, I didn't know. She's like, you didn't hear me, like, gasping and coughing? I said, yeah, I did. And I looked up for a second, and yeah. I said, babe, are you okay? And I didn't hear anything. That's scary, dude. What's the international sign of choking? You have to put your hands around your neck. Correct. If and I'm choking. get in someone's eyesight. Okay, slam the counter. I think part, Show me. Part of the weird part of choking is, like, you don't want to, like, you just want to be able to get it up. You don't want to, like. Except the fact that Let it's not coming up. Let someone else know that there's an emergency right now. But the problem with that is if you wait that long, you might be really close to freaking death. Right. A couple minutes. A couple minutes, right. I mean, this was and only And then like after you choke, I think it takes your brain five minutes or so to lose oxygen. To where there's permanent damage. Yeah, to where it's, yeah. Probably not coming back. And if you do. You might not be. It might not turn all the way back on. Right, right. Yeah. And she was cussing me out. I'm like, what's the international sign of choking? Put your hands around your throat. I'm editing over here, and I'm just like, duh, 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 duh. I almost <sighs> let my wife die. What if the international sign for choking was like acting like they're choking on a flashlight? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> I might have come over there and popped it out. Yeah, you might have gotten excited by that. Yeah, I'll choke you. Probably, yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if she came and did the international sign for choking? You thought she wanted you to choke her. You want something? Oh, yeah, yeah, you want to get freaky, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like it when I do that. You yeah, want you, my hands around you your throat. You can't even breathe. <laughs> How do you like it now? <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, this is freaky, babe. I mean, we had that conversation, but wow. Oh, wow. You're, You're really playing this out well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Hello? Are you there? <laughs> and then my wife, 
after she regained consciousness. Um, <laughs> later on that day, had spoken to her dad. Now, my wife's mom tragically passed away from cancer a yes. number of years back. But um, she was speaking with her dad, and her dad was like, really? It's like, your mom choked at dinner one time. And I didn't pay no attention either. Oh, my God. Someone from another table had to come over and, like, give her the Heimlich. Oh, my God. And he didn't. I think he was intoxicated, maybe. Wow. Is what she told me. My father-in-law is listening. I apologize if I'm not relaying the story correctly. He might have been intoxicated, might have had a few many, and just was oblivious to what was going on. He was having a good time. He was partying. She was choking. This raises the question. I think this is more common than you think. So if anybody out there has had an experience like this before, please let us know. Hit us up at manfuse.com. I mean, it went from my wife to a story about my wife's mom. This has to happen all the time. Yeah. That's why it's so important, if you're choking, to do the international sign of choking. Yes. Not the one for um, a mouth hug. A mouth hug. (laughs) (laughs) So moving on. We did get an email from a listener in Washington. His name is Jeremy. Jeremy has been married for eight years, three kids, two boys, one girl. Okay. All under the age of 10. He has found a certain amount of evidence that his wife has been cheating. Mm. Devastating. You're a married man. I'm a married man. Yes. I've got three kids. I had to sit and contemplate for a minute. He hasn't confronted her yet. What is the evidence? You know your relationship. Everybody out there knows their relationship. Mm -hmm. You know the schedule of your partner, your spouse. Right. You know their habits, their comings and going. You can feel when something is not adding up or when so did he find some shit on her phone, like text messages and emails and stuff? So he went through her phone and he didn't find anything in text messages, but- Hidden in one of the phone's folders, oh. there was an app called WhatsApp. Ah, yes, which is I a have that app. right, which is a way to communicate with people through an encrypted line. It's awesome. Who do you talk to, to communicate on for uh, people internationally? Oh, okay, so I have yeah. Friends in Switzerland and Germany and Costa Rica and Panama and all over the place. Maybe uh, Manfuse needs a WhatsApp. Then it'd be a good idea, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That, it'd be a great idea for like text marketing. We could even market video through WhatsApp. Okay, well, we might. You might be in charge of setting that up, Ben. The international WhatsApp marketing manager. Well, because we have a um, a big audience now in South America. And we love South America. All of the Americas. All of the Americas. South, North, doesn't matter. Man Fuse is here for all the Americas. Yeah. For the globe, really. For everybody in the world, absolutely. So he got onto the WhatsApp and found some text messages between her mm. and some unknown users. Oh. As if they had not been saved. The number hadn't been saved. It was just the information right. was there. Right. Well, also it looked like some of the text chain had been deleted. Evidence of delete. But there were things like, I look forward to seeing you again. Oh. There weren't any images right um actually he did say in the email that there were a couple of images where it left a footprint of an image but when you went to open the image it was not there i don't know how Uh, that works so she's been covering her tracks it seems to be in the event that she is cheating she's been covering her tracks 
Correct. It seems as if she's hiding information. If this was you, yeah, how would you approach it? Would you wait till you had harder evidence? Obviously, you'd be looking at her through a very crooked eye. You'd be like sensitive and heightened to all of her movements, her comings and goings, her communications. Every time her phone beeped, yeah. you'd be like, or every time she looked down at her phone, right. you'd be like thinking to yourself, I wonder who she's texting. Right. Would you confront her before you had that full amount of evidence? Um, you know, I, I think it's it's interesting, man, because a lot of times in marriage, people kind of end up going to their sides of the bed and just kind of staying there and not nurturing the connection that once was. And I think that the more of that type of behavior that occurs in a marriage the further apart you become, you either grow together or you grow apart. I don't think there's really any middle ground. There's no just like... Well, you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. There's no autopilot. You're growing together or you're growing apart. You know what I mean? To me, that's my opinion. It sounds like he and his wife have, in some ways, grown apart. And so I think acknowledging that would probably be important. And then if it were me... I would acknowledge that to her. I would approach her at this point. Would you tell her what you have found? Would you question her? I wouldn't because honestly, I would have to decide whether it mattered or not. Okay. Let's say there were naked photos. It was irrefutable. She had been cheating. Right. Do you think as a man and a confident man yeah. that you are a predator? That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A sexual the alpha (laughs) demon. No, (laughs) do you think you could ever get over that? Whether you could see the reasons why she might have, she stepped out of the marriage regardless. Yeah. Do you think you could ever get over and build that trust back again? Not the same trust, but doesn't mean that you have to get divorced, and it doesn't mean that you can't re-engage and build a different relationship and a different kind of trust based on whether or not you want to do that. I mean, I think at the end of the day, what I would do is I would say, listen, you don't have to lie to me anymore. I know what's going on. I got this stuff right here. I'd show it to her. Obviously, I'm disappointed. I'm not really surprised because I know we've grown apart. I don't really know how I feel about it. We've got these kids We've got this family. Right. We've got this life that we've created. So somehow we're going to have to figure this out, whether that's us being together, us staying apart, us redefining some things. We've got to figure out what to do here. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, obviously I'm devastated, devastated. And yet there's also a bigger picture in play that I have to be mindful of. But dude, if that's what's going down. Right. And I'm getting the wool pulled over my eyes, so to speak. Well, for how long? Well, who is the dude? Well, what's the extent of what has happened? How many has there been? How long has this been going on? I mean, those are all questions. How big is Big John? (laughs) (laughs) Why is he in your phone? It's Big John. Hey, buddy, (laughs) maybe if she had to find someone bigger, you can always find someone smaller. (laughs) There's someone out there for you. I don't know, man. That trust, that's a big deal. Without trust, there can be no love. So when the trust is broken, the love is broken. The question, though, is the love worth saving? Can the love be saved? 
ultimately, distrust breeds distrust. When we're in a marriage, we're in it together. We're not in it alone, right? Whether you feel alone or not. Right. Sometimes you could be sitting right next to somebody and feel 100 miles apart. And your partner could do the snakiest thing ever to you. Well, what does that say about you? Or does it say something about you? What are you doing? You know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. He said, you know, it's frustrating to me, no matter what I say or what I do, she doesn't trust me. She thinks I'm out hooking up with other girls. Are they married? Yes. And I said, well, is she correct? Knowing that she was correct. He was out hooking up with other girls. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Now, in a way that she didn't know who it was and there was no evidence and there was no anything, but she knew and she was correct. And he was lying to her and frustrated by the fact that she didn't believe his lie. (laughs) It's like a soliloquy of life, kind of, you know what I mean? As we go through life. And we're forced to reflect upon ourselves because when I said that to him, when I said, well, is she right? It hit him like a ton of bricks. It's like he hadn't even considered that. He was taking his stance and believing his lie. Yes. And not going, well, I have been. Correct. <laughs> I mean, Correct. why is she being so mean? I, and, I, and I will have to say that. Did he come clean? He came clean and they got divorced upon his decision. She was like, look, I knew it was going on and I don't like it, but I want to be with you, you know, kind of a thing. And he said, I can't commit to that. I can't do that. It's not where my heart is. It's not, it's not where I am. I wish I was there. I want to be there. That's got to be hard. But I'm not there. That was hard for her to hear. How long were they married? Probably five or six years. Wow. Yeah. Long distance for a good period of the marriage. And, you know, I mean, there were some struggles, obviously, as we all have, but If you're growing apart from your partner, you have to decide whether or not you want to make the effort. It's like, I heard this quote the other day, and the quote said, if you want to be happy, if you truly want to be happy, stop thinking about your own happiness and start doing something about the happiness of someone else. Hmm. Wow. Words of wisdom. So in other words, if you want to be happy in your marriage, start doing something to make your partner happy. You know what will make them happy. You married them. Right. It's not a mystery. Now, you may have grudges built up over the last 10 years. Resentment. Resentment and all these kinds of things that you can't let go of, and therefore she can't let go of her shit. If you just let go of that shit and start being a badass, then maybe she would respond in a way that would surprise you. Honesty. What I'm calling for in the situation you outlined. Jeremy, so... What I'm hearing Ben say is, in my opinion, is you need to look real hard at yourself and reflect on as to why this distance has been growing apart between you. Are you at fault? We're not saying you are. We're not there. Approach her with the truth and say, look, what do you want to do? What's your objective? If you want out of this, fine. If you want to stay in this, if you want to redefine this thing, let's just put it all on the table here. So that we can speak in reality and truth. You have three kids. That's a hard decision. I hate parents that get split up that talk bad about the other parents to their kids. It's because they hid from each other for so long. You understand what I mean? Yeah. That's the only reason why that exists. Because they've both gone into their separate corners and not 
come back out. And they'll never come back out, maybe, for the rest of their lives. And they're just going to hold the grudge. And they're going to, oh, you cheated on me and you lied to me. Well, that was because you didn't pay attention to me or something like that. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's just the rest of your life. Forget about that, man. Who cares? She banged dudes before you. You banged girls since that. Like, whatever, man. You got kids together. You're going to be their parents forever. How shall the story read? Big John and your wife. <laughs> well, go get you something then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jeremy, it's a hard one, man. You know, I think Ben has some really good points of advice. And um, you got to decide, is this worth, could you ever even get back to it? Ben said he had a good point. You wouldn't rebuild that same trust. You'd mm-hmm. have to rebuild yeah. something it's different. different. It's a different day. Yeah, you navigate it, the world in different ways every day. At least I do. Man, you are a nomad. I feel like a nomad. You are out there. Way out there. If you have any drama going on in your life, you need advice, once again, hit us up at manfused.com. A couple weeks back, we interviewed Daniel, a flat earther. It was a great episode. It was. and A lot of controversy. A lot of controversy. And since that episode has aired, I've heard Shaquille O'Neal make comments about the earth. And there's been a lot of back and forth. Today was supposed to be the launch of Artemis One and their test mission from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida to test it for this month-long journey around the moon. Yeah, it's the it's the Orion capsule. Orion is the new capsule and they're they're supposed to be doing this launch of Artemis One to test the capsule. They're planning on putting people on the moon, I guess, in 2024. This mission was delayed. There was a leak. Hydrogen leak. Right. They started fueling it up at midnight last night, and I think they had to stop in the middle of it because of lightning. Yes. And then they continued refueling and then noticed that there was a leak. So the mission postponed. Scrubbed. Scrubbed. Now, what would this mean for the flat earthers? It's an interesting question because the flat earthers... um, It would mean that there is no flat earth. Ultimately, with the technology that we have today, since we haven't been to the moon in 50 years, apparently, hopefully we would end up with some good photography and video and so forth of the Earth itself spinning of the moon and the landscape of the moon. I mean, if you look at the stuff from the uh, the Apollo missions, it looks like a uh, movie studio, basically. All of it does. The videos, the pictures, everything looks like, I'm not saying it is, I'm just saying it looks like. It was produced in a movie studio. It would disprove everything that the flat earthers talk about as it pertains to the earth not being a globe. Would it, though? Do you think that that evidence Mm. would be enough for them to go, you got me? It's undeniable. Or would it be part of this elaborate conspiracy? Just like we discussed during that episode, for everything to be that fabricated on such an elaborate scale, yes. would they just add it into the same category as it's fabricated? I don't know. I think it's really interesting from the perspective that the division that has been created, and as you see the material that's out there, more and more people are kind of coming over to this at least motionless earth side of the equation. I just think that that in and of itself is interesting. You know, a lot of people don't take what NASA puts out and what NASA says as being factual. They take it as being false, misleading. 
100% of the information comes from NASA and other space authorities in other prominent countries like China who has a space program and Russia who has a space program and and then there's others who have space programs. But that's where all the information comes from. And scientists, of course, I mean, we have telescopes, we can look into space and so forth. And so it seems to be that the overwhelming evidence is toward the theory of the universe and of planets and of the solar system and of the galaxy and the Milky Way and so forth. Right. But there's a growing contingency of people that don't believe any of that stuff. And they're going off of what they see and what they feel. And what their religion has mm -hmm. led them to believe. In many because, cases, yes. Because Absolutely. The, because a lot of flat earthers believe it was by God's hand. Yeah. It was by a divine power. Right. Now, you ask me, I believe in space. I believe there is planets. I yeah. do believe that the earth is a round globe. Whether it's spinning at the speed that they tell me it is, I, that's neither here nor there. I don't really care. At the end of the day, whether we're around Earth sitting still and somehow the sun and the moon are rotating or if we're all rotating at the same time in right. whatever directions, there's still space. Right. Does that mean space and all these other things were not created by a divine power? No. Actually, that is my belief. There's so many just remarkably beautiful. I mean, just the design of everything. For this to be just a accident, that's hard for me to believe. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And, you know, some of our listeners actually did respond to some of the questions that we posed toward the end of that podcast, which was one of the big ones that I posed was, why is there not an actual, like, picture of the Earth and the moon together? And actually, there are two, apparently. We have two. Uh, one is from the Apollo mission of 1977, and one is from the Cassini mission of 2013, where they have produced photographs of the moon and the Earth together. Now, NASA will admit these are composites, though, no, right? No, these apparently are not. Oh, really? These two, a listener brought up and actually sent the, uh, or posted the photos on, I think it was TikTok? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I found that very interesting. And also my father got involved with the debate. Right. Who he felt he, very passionately. After he heard our podcast, his text message said, this flat earth thing is ridiculous. Apollo in 1977 did a picture and the Cassini or Cass I forget, it's Cassisi or something like that mission in 2013 took one as well. So he knew all about it. So we can, you know, post those images and uh, on a link somewhere and see what everyone thinks. I'd be interested to hear what Daniel thinks and what the flat earthers think of these two images, which apparently at least answer the question that I have. Chances are, even if we put people on the moon again, and they provide all this evidence, they're still going to say it's fabricated. They're still going to believe in what they believe. Now, you might change some minds, yeah. but I would say overall... Well, let me ask you this, Kaylee. Do you think that there's a possibility of past or current existing civilizations on the moon? I don't know. I don't know what I believe when it comes to the moon. I've never been there. I've never really, to be honest, I've never dived in. So the to... moon is stationary. Right. It does not spin. We're always looking at the same side of the moon. 
there's a whole side of the moon and the moon is huge. It's a quarter of the size of earth. There's a whole side of it that we can't see and that we've never seen ever. I find that interesting. Peaks my curiosity, Kaylee. Is it not part of their mission to go check out the other parts of the moon? I don't know. I believe that it ought to be. I'm not sure. Did we actually stop going to the moon? Because why would we have stopped going to the moon? Publicly, maybe we stopped going or maybe we actually stopped going. But if we proved that we could get there, you know, there are some conspiracies saying that, you know. Why wouldn't we have gone back? Why would we not have a military base there? Yeah. Why would we not go back for just to have an outpost there? Well, you want to set up a colony right. on Mars. Why haven't you set up a structure on the moon? Why don't we have a moon base? We went there 50 years ago. And we our technology is well beyond what we have. Apparently. A lot of different theories about the moon. What it is, you know, how it became to be, whether or not there was or is life on the moon. Some of the pictures, you see pyramids, things shaped like pyramids that seemingly look like pyramids. They found structures apparently on a moon of Saturn. The moon has cold light which emanates from it. This is very strange. It's colder in the moonlight than in the shadow of the moonlight. Think about that. So if you're standing behind a wall. Right, right, right. I've heard And there's moonlight. If you step into the moonlight, it's actually the temperature is cooler. The light itself actually makes the temperature of the air cooler. Which you would think it would be the opposite. Versus the sun, which makes the, makes it, you step into sunlight, it's warm. Right. Apparently the moonlight is reflecting off of the sun. However... It's cold. Air coming off of like a piece of ice. Could be the kingdom of the Ice King from Game of Thrones. Ooh. It could be a hollow moon with an ice sun in the inside of it. And at nighttime, it emanates ice light. Well, what if it just takes the heat and just turns it cold when it bounces it back? I mean, it's just, it's an ice ball. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. Maybe it's just a ball of ice. Just like putting a big ball of ice in your cold pool. Yeah. Takes that warm light and converts it into cool. Yeah, I don't know, man. For the nighttime. I don't know. These are all questions that we all desire to be answered. I was disappointed that it didn't launch yesterday. You know, what's crazy, too, is we have a mutual friend who is a, he inspects big power plants. And when these big nuclear and just regular power plants He goes in, his company is hired to go in and inspect an ultrasound, the welds that they use Mm. to repair. Mm. He is in his fourth round of interviews to go work for Amazon's space program, Blue Origin. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. So he actually was supposed to be interviewing. So he went through three rounds of virtual interviews. Dude, maybe we could get him on. Here's the thing. He was supposed to have his in-person interview where they were flying him down. Wow. But they had to cancel his interview because of today's launch. They told him on Thursday they were moving it to the following Thursday because of today's launch. Which was postponed. But he would be inspecting the welds. Wow. On the spacecraft That's that they are shooting up. And then I think to myself, this seems way elaborate if they're not going anywhere. I agree. Why are these companies spending billions of dollars right. 
to create this thing and mm-hmm. then have it checked out and then have it, you know, like right. hire all these people right. to certify it and, and sign off that it's able to do what they say it's going to do yeah. if it's being shot into nowhere. And then somehow it's mysteriously disappearing and yeah. going to a place that no one sees right. land. If they say it's going to space, yeah. but yet, oh, the, look over here and there it's over there. That's right. Somebody's going to see that. Of course. That's what I would think, too. To me, that just seems so far-fetched. I agree, man. While Jeff Bezos is one of the richest people in the world, if not the richest person in the world. has the connections. looks like a penis. He still is his own company. Right. So why, while him and the government could be in cahoots, but that means Elon Musk's company has to be in cahoots. That means Virgin's company has to be in cahoots. I know. It seems, it seems way too far-fetched. It does. It I just, really I does. can't wrap my mind around this big, giant conspiracy where everybody is on the same page except us. You have to put yourself in a position where you're just going to say either everything's a lie or not. I don't want to live my life like that, although I do find these things interesting. Me too. (laughs) And if you have any thoughts, comments, you want to join the show, we would love it. Hit up manfused.com. M-A-N-F-U-Z-E-D. I'm spelling it out because I don't want you to spell it with an S. Although... If you spell it with an S, you'll still get to our website. That's right. And get ready for September. September. Yes, September. I love Summer's coming to an end. Hot and humid together are. It's a nasty combination. It's a combination for chafed butt and, um, and a bit of discomfort. I call it monkey butt. All right, man. Man fused out.